Hello and welcome to the Fresh Minds podcast with me, Anna Veal, where I talk to ordinary people doing extraordinary things to make their lives magnificent. In this season, I bring you 10 very special guests, each of whom carry messages that will change your perspective on life. You'll hear how the little things make the biggest impacts, how routine and consistency trump the boom-bust cycle, how adversity makes us stronger, and that beer isn't the devil, and much, much more. Thanks for spending some time with me today to listen to these ordinary people leading extraordinary lives. I hope you enjoy their conversations as much as I did. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with husband and wife team, Steve and Heidi Jennings. Between them, they run a fantastic holistic coaching program. With a holistic approach, they turn their clients' health around in as little as six weeks. Most of their clients have already ventured down the path of conventional medicine with little or no satisfactory answer. So by the time they get to the Jennings, they're really at their last resort. They work very closely together to, with their clients to identify the root cause of the symptoms and treat them naturally and safely and they've got a 95% success rate which is absolutely commendable. They've got a fantastic book out uh, which I'll pop in the show notes and they've got a mission to impact the lives positively of 500,000 people around the world. It's my pleasure to introduce Steve and Heidi Jennings from the Jennings Holistic Coaching. Well, it's brilliant to have a mastermind team here. We've got Heidi and Steve Jennings, who are a husband and wife team, uh, taking over the wellness world. Um, welcome to the show, Team Jennings. Thanks, thanks, thanks for us. Good to be <laughs> it's here. It's great to have you on. It's really lovely to have somebody else in the bay to, um, to have a chat to today. Um, obviously, you're in the health and wellness industry, um, similar to myself, but how did the idea of working together as a husband and wife evolve? Uh, well, I'd have to say that it wasn't really planned. Um, it sort of happened organically uh, in quite an interesting way. Um, so Steve started his business as a personal trainer back in mid-2006, and we met in the beginning of 2007. And um, throughout that time, uh, I was doing a different job, and then we had our babies and um, Steve was running the business and I was sort of helping in the background from time to time. So just doing a little bit of the book work and, you know, doing some admin type stuff. And then around about five years ago, uh, Steve realized that his skill set went well beyond personal training and uh, he rebranded himself as a holistic health coach. And around about that same time, I went through a pretty horrific health crisis and um, we were at the point where conventional medicine could do nothing for me. And in fact, they wouldn't even acknowledge what was going on. And so we were left to our own devices to figure out how to get me better. And uh, fortunately, Steve had a lot of background knowledge to draw on. And um, I went through a pretty rough two years. Well, we both did because Steve had to look after me. And through that process, uh, I started focusing on natural healing and um, I went quite heavily into a plant-based diet, which was a big part of my recovery. And from there, I studied plant-based nutrition through Cornell University. And 
it kind of weaved its way into me joining Steve in the business as a holistic health coach specializing in plant-based nutrition. And yeah, it happened organically um, due to the experiences that we went through and, and having to figure out a way to get better. And uh, now finding a, finding a purpose for our, our journey. And, uh, and now we're in a position where we have a ton of not only years experience, but personal life experience and that we went to the real bottom of the pit with my health and we had to figure out how to get me better and so now we've got this amazing program that we offer our clients which 95 percent of the time we are able to turn their health around um, so it's yeah it's been an interesting mm. an interesting journey that that really didn't have a plan behind it but it's worked out pretty well yeah, it's amazing how um, how strong the purpose can be when we've actually lived through something ourselves. Hey, instead of uh, it's one thing learning about it and reading it in a textbook, but when you've lived it yourself, it brings it brings so much clarity and purpose into what you're doing. And Steve, how did you find that transition from working for yourself and as a bit of a, a lone wolf in the in the trade, and then bringing your beautiful wife along? <laughs> oh, it, I think for me it was uh, um, it was it was fantastic because. Um, you know, I think for one of my philosophies, personal and, and Heidi's as well, is that um, you, one of your biggest assets is your marriage that you've actually got. It's your biggest emotional asset and it's your biggest financial asset. And that's one of our coaching philosophies. And so for us, having a common interest, um, heading in the same direction only helps to keep our marriage nice and strong as well as we're moving forward together rather than actually drifting apart into two different sort of interests so for us it was you know it's just a great sort of blessing the whole journey really um and sort of fits and, and aligns with our personal philosophies of how you know of, of how we sort of approach things and um and, you know, the great thing is that we have that little bit of flexibility to go out and have a coffee in the morning, go and have a meeting together and, and catch up and, and do a planning session and, and things like that. And, and But also the cool thing is that, you know, Heidi will be working with a client and um, you know, she might need a little bit of extra advice every now and then. And I might need a bit of extra advice from Heidi based on Heidi's experiences as well. So it really does add quite a lot of extra value into what we offer our clients. Um and so, yeah, so it's been invaluable sort of what's what's happened. So, yeah, it's been a real easy transition for me to be able to to sort of go into. And, and I think also the fact is that we've, we've both got sort of, I, I guess, open attitudes as well. So Heidi's open to learning things and open to taking a bit of direction from me and respects what I do and respects my background. Um, and, and the same with what Heidi's gone through. I sort of, you know, draw off a lot of her... Um, her experiences and things like that in an open kind of way. And that's what really helps, I think, as well as one thing to be able to work together. But, you know, you are going to have little disagreements every now and then, which me and Heidi obviously have. But um, it's all, it's just part and parcel of, of, of running the whole journey, of, of the whole journey. And I wouldn't change anything at all, especially the fact that we can actually run clients remotely, work from wherever we want to, and we can both do it at the same time, which is fantastic too. Yeah, I think you hit on a really good point, especially when children come on board. You know, it's so, so common that you see couples who had a lot in common. Um, you know, lives can go separately. So to have that a common interest and, mm. and have something that actually draws you towards each other 
is so, so important, be it in mm. business or just to keep that same, um, you know, I know from my husband and I, we used to train quite a bit when we first got together, but of course you have the children. So you become a, a little bit more, will you go for your run here and I'll do my training session there. So it can be quite diverse, mm. diverse and then bringing back together. So being able to be in business together and shoot ideas and have that commonality is absolutely fantastic. Mm. And again, you'll be able to put that energy into your clients, which is, mm. um, you know, a win-win for everybody. Hey. Absolutely. So, you work um, with a, a various um, demographic of people, but what would you say the number one health concern is that your clients come to you with? That's a real interesting one because there is a number of, there's a range of common ones. Now, I think the, the important thing for people that are listening to understand is that we, we're alternative. So we are very different from the mainstream. We teach people different things. And so when people come to us to ask for help, they've already been to doctors and they've, they've exhausted those opportunities. They've exhausted that, that source of information without actually getting, um, without getting the meaningful results that they're after. So the range of issues that people normally come to us that, that they're stuck with might be rheumatoid arthritis or an autoimmune issue. Some people have got stubborn body fat, of course, menopause issues. Um, people with gut problems that have been some, you know, it's been to places and never been able to sort their gut health out. Generally, um, uh, you know, thyroid issues, um, working with people with type 2 diabetes that are struggling, they've got more health complications because of what they've been told through the mainstream health. So, so what we do is we actually give them a different take, an alternative point of view on what the causes for their health issues and say, hey, you've got to, you've got to do something completely different. And so there's no sort of one particular thing that people come to us for. There's generally a range of, of things, um, but those are some of the more common issues. Hmm. And looking for answers, hey, looking for a reason to feel better. And, and I guess when you've been through the mainstream and come up against a brick wall, it could be quite, quite refreshing to come up with people um, who've got potentially a, a different outlook on on life and and something that actually is a, almost like a code of conduct to live with through your life mm. you know mm. when when you come to you guys you're not just going right here's a six-week program off you go it's it's that lifestyle change which makes the big big change uh, mm. throughout the rest of life hey um anything you want to add there Heidi no I think I think Steve's covered that pretty well um yeah we we see all sorts um but yeah, generally, um, you know, it, it comes down to uh, having been down all, all avenues and spent a lot of money and time trying to figure it out with various, yeah. um, you know, health professionals and being left sort of feeling frustrated and confused. And um, I think that, you know, the, the main thing there is that it's just, it's not so much one health issue. It's more the common, the common issue is that people... Are stuck and they've Absolutely. already done and they've already done what they what everything everything else they've already so so we're the last cab off the rank basically yeah and the last cab off the rank but get get good results in the process which is fantastic yeah. what are the biggest changes that you've seen about the perception of people's health and um, for me i know that um especially with the rise of social media a lot of people are looking for the quick fix you know right i want to be you know, lose my body fat and get my abs for 
for, mm. for summer I've got six weeks I'm it's all about the quick fix what what mm. to you do you think have been the some of the the perceptions around health and some of the changes I think think that you know a lot of the perceptions around our health is driven by um, the health and wellness industry yeah and that is things like you need to you know you've got stubborn body fat you want to get into quick shape as fast and as hard as you can you want you're looking for a quick fix here is high intensity training let's just smash you with high intensity training and let's not let's just ignore the fact that you don't actually sleep properly yeah. let's ignore the fact that you're actually coming to the gym already overtired yes you might leave the gym feeling fantastic because you're running on adrenaline but yeah. you've got another 23 hours of the day left and you know if you're using up all your energy at the gym on that one hour of workout where is the energy going to come from for your kids where's the energy going to come from for your to maintain the relationship with your husband or your wife and so um, I think that people uh, have been largely driven by fads. There's a lot of, the thing that, you know, with this type of question, what I want people to understand is, is that I've been in this industry for a long time and I listened when I was a junior coming through the ranks, I listened to everything that I was taught because who was I to, to challenge the thoughts or the science that was actually coming out? It wasn't until later on when I actually realized, hey, look, the science keeps on bloody changing. They keep, you know, one minute they're telling you to eat three meals a day. Now they're telling you to eat six meals a day. One minute's a high fat diet. Next minute's a low fat diet. You know, um, and, uh, and the thing is that the gyms will keep on changing in the health and wellness industry, keep changing the narrative to, to sort of fit the, um, it's fit something that is trendy and cool. And then they'll bombard you with pictures of sexy young people in their 20s that haven't got any kids and haven't even got a mortgage yet or haven't got these stresses with with kids and and, and marriages and things like that yet and um and and they sort of believe and they what they sell you is that when your body looks like this person all your problems disappear and now you are happy yeah. and that's wrong it's absolutely yeah. wrong we, um, they, they cannot sell you sleep, so they don't push sleep. They just say, you don't have much energy, you don't have much motivation, we'll take that, we'll take that motivation, we're gonna smash you in a workout and push you really, really hard. And then on, on your way, see you later, goodbye, have a good day, come back tired the next day and let's do it all again. And, and in the meantime, we'll up. restrict your calories to, to restrict your calories. <laughs> so you you so you uh, you become essentially skinny and miserable. Yeah. And because you haven't addressed the root cause of your health issue, which is the fact that maybe your marriage isn't quite as what it used to be, or your relationship with your girlfriend's not quite as what it used to be, or you've got a workplace bully issue, or maybe you've got an issue with your parents that stems from your childhood and you haven't addressed that, you are always trying to outrun that stress. And this, and I know that for a fact, because that's what happened in my own life. And that's why I teach people to address the root cause of their stress. And for most people, things like just walking and sleeping and things like that, that's such a massive turnaround to people's life. You can go, you can go walking with your husband, for God's sake, or your wife, and you can have this great catch up at the same time. You know, Absolutely. So, a, so these are these misunderstandings that really come through that are driven by the health and wellness industry. And they yeah. are essentially making people more sick. 
because they're not understanding the background issues of why that client is not sleeping at night, what's going on in that person's private life. And you've got to get to those root causes. So for people that are listening out there, if you feel like you are doing your exercise just because you've got the stressful situation going on in the background, don't, you can't outrun your stress and you've probably already learned that already. If you've had a problem in your relationship for the last six months or the last six years and you're exercising, you know, based on what I'm telling you right now, that that issue is not going to go away with exercise. You are going to have to go back into that situation and really knuckle down and find out what is going on um, with the other person and really bring your issues to the surface and work your way through it constructively. Absolutely. And this is absolutely brilliant um, content from the basis that in the Western world, it's very much body and mind. Mm. <laughs> and it just, they're, two, they're, they're one of the same. And yeah. so I think, you know, the more that we can get that education out there, that there is, if, if you're not treating one with respect, you're not going to get the results for the other one and vice versa. Um, they're going to continue to get the same results, which is this boom bust cycle. Wonderful. In terms of um, information, there's a wealth of it out there, and we've obviously covered um, some of the stuff that might not be so um, factually correct. If you could just give one nugget of information to our listeners in terms of their health and well-being, what, what would it be? And if I'll, I'll be nice and um, generous and give you one each. So that's two bits of golden nuggets. <laughs> you probably already know the story that's coming. I think you, you were anticipating the answer already and knowing us. <laughs> Come on, let's do this. Okay, well, I'll start with mine. Uh, I think that um, the one gold nugget in terms of health and well-being is to get your sleep sorted. Because totally agree. if you're not sleeping properly, everything else and life just starts to fall apart. So you, you kind of wake up feeling like, you know, you've been <clears throat> tossing and turning all night. You feel like you've been run over by a truck and you're really dragging, dragging to get your feet out of bed. Um, and, you know, from there, you need your caffeine to get you started, which, you know, kind of throws all your hormones out of whack. And um, if you're not sleeping properly, you know, you don't have the capacity to deal with the things that life throws at us on a daily basis. So you don't have the capacity to deal with that grumpy colleague or the grumpy husband or wife or the demanding kids. And if you don't sleep properly, you're going to be going for convenient food options because you don't have the time or the, or you don't have the energy to really think about what you're putting in your body. Um, you're not going to want to go for your walk. Or you're, you know, you're not going to want to do your yoga class or your, your gym class or whatever it is that you like to do because you haven't slept and you haven't recovered properly. Um, so sleep is so underestimated and so undercoached. And that's something that we've come to realize with what we do is that no one's really talking about sleep. Um, and as Steve will say, it's because nobody can sell sleep. There's no money to be made from it. So it's not talked about. And you know, you go to your naturopath or your doctor or your nutritionist or personal trainer, it's very unlikely that they are going to ask you what kind of sleep you're having. Yeah, so, it's a really you know, interesting one. It's, um, it's something that I cover very much in the men's wellness um, that, I, that I specialize in. And um, it's looked at through complete, like, are you crazy? Especially for me working with men, it's the 
more hours in the day, get stuff done, production, production, production. And when you talk to them about sleep, you can almost see them going, oh no, don't ask me, don't ask me the question. I don't want to tell you what my sleep yeah. habits are like. So it is, and it's really great that you're addressing it and you do, you do bring that in. And it's something we need to be talking about more. Yeah, um, the, the, the interesting thing, Anna, is that a lot of people think that they sleep okay. Yeah, you know, they absolutely. say, oh, well, you know, I, I go to bed at 10 and I get up at six and okay, I toss and turn a little bit, but I'm getting a good eight hours sleep. And then you say to them, are you waking up feeling refreshed in the morning? And nine out yeah. of 10 times, the answer is no. Yeah, well, that's an indication that something's not right. Absolutely agree. Good stuff. So sleep for golden nugget number one. Yeah, my one is addressing the root cause of stress because, again, Lovely. the health and wellness industry generally don't sort of look at this area. Yeah. Um, so I think as part of any holistic approach to your health, it's, you know, ask yourself the question, do I have any unresolved stress going on in the background? Yeah. So that is, you know, is it a brother that I don't get along with or a sister or do I not get along with my father or my, my mother very much? Or was there a workplace bully situation or did I have a, a run in with, a, a you know, um, and have to go to court with somebody who was a criminal that really turned my life upside down like a fraudster or something like that? These that, that Those types of issues, if you think of the person that you have an issue with, you commonly, first of all, have an emotional reaction. So let's just Absolutely. say, but like for me, it was my father. I had an issue with that, you know, with him for about 20 years for a, for a very long time growing up through my childhood and my, uh, you know, late 20s. And every time I thought of my father, I had a, um, an adrenaline response that manifests, emotional stress um, manifests as a physical response in the body. You can Absolutely. feel yourself getting angry or frustrated or bitter or having resentment or something like that. And I could feel that all the time when I actually thought about um, my father at that time. And I remember waking up one morning after going through this for 20 years and having these recurring dreams. And I was woke up and I was sort of almost emotionally, you know, I was emotionally um, worn out from holding on to all those negative negative feelings for such a long time it actually worn mm. me down and I was waiting for an apology for him and I'd made it really well known through his family that he needed to apologize I was never going to get an apology so what I had to do is I had to actually work out what um, my way around it and what I did was I actually forgave him I didn't wait for him any longer and I decided to consciously make the effort to actually release those negative emotions and to forgive my father for um, for his inadequacies as a parent, and um, and then and then from that, what nobody had taught me before, which I learned on my own, I actually had to practice forgiveness, because I had spent so much time in over the years of every time I thought about him, I had a negative emotional reaction. So every time, so even though I consciously forgave him, I still had those negative emotions for a while, but they left me over a period of time as I kept on offsetting those negative emotions by saying to myself and having a, a, a mantra, no, I forgive him and I, I'm letting it go because I know that these negative emotions that I'm holding on to is actually making my life actually worse. I'm not getting any better. And so for me, the golden nugget is addressing the root cause of stress in, in that person's life. Very, very important. 
because it manifests as a physical response in the body. For some people, it could be drinking, gambling, emotional shopping to make themselves feel better. For some people, they overexercise to try and cover up that stress. But at the end of the day, you've still got the stress unless you go on and, and, and address it and let it go for good. So that's my nugget. Absolutely wonderful. And I, I know the Buddha says that if somebody gives you a gift and if that gift is, an, is let's in your in your instance um, a negative relationship with your father they give you the gift once and then we keep giving ourselves the trauma by repeating and ah, repeating, repeating. Mm. so it's so yeah it's so important um to be able to bring those um those issues to light and actually be brave enough and step into that space and have the courage to address them mm. and i think you've hit on a really really lovely point about forgiveness Often people feel like it's uh, the forgive by forgiving, it's letting them go or letting people off the hook for yes. what they've done or any wrongdoings. Yes. But actually, yep. what you're doing is relieving yourself of the burden um, yep. and the trauma. So it's very, very yep. different. And that letting go mm. can be mm. like shedding pounds of weight. Great. Yep. Okay. Sleep yep. and mindset. I love it. Fantastic. Well, as you know, I do a lot of work now in the um, men's um, physical and, and mental fitness realm. Um, I, I believe, especially in New Zealand, there is a really, really long road ahead of us um, to get rid of the stigma of mental health and um, the varying degrees of anxiety and depression that people feel. As fellow practitioners, what do you think we can do as health professionals to, to educate in um, the mental health aspect of our work, which is, as you've touched on, really, really important? Uh, a big part of it, Anna, is just keeping on talking about it and educating. Yeah. Um, so the worst thing we can do is obviously pretend it's not there and, and brush it under the rug. Um, but it is our job to, to keep raising it as an important topic and educating people about some of the deeper issues behind those mental health conditions. So um, obviously the mental health conditions we, we most commonly think about is, are things like anxiety and depression. And uh, we find that a big part of those issues stem from an unhealthy gut, for example. Yeah. Um, so it's about teaching people the deeper reasons for why they may be having these issues. And what we find uh, very commonly with our clients is that, you know, most of them, by the time they get to us, they've been dealing with a lot of a lot of crap, you know, a lot of issues and symptoms. And naturally, when your physical health starts to decline, your mental health is not far behind. Absolutely. And um so most of them do have some kind of mental health issues and it goes beyond anxiety and depression. It's, it goes to memory loss, concentration problems, brain fog, migraines, headaches. Um, and it's about teaching them the deeper reasons behind that. And, and a lot of it is to do with gut health. And we find that when we start addressing our clients' gut health by giving them really good nutrient-dense foods and really good forms of probiotics and things like that, the gut starts to recalibrate the hormones start to recalibrate and therefore the mental health issues start to diminish quite quickly. Um, so, you know, the gut is responsible for up to 90% of our serotonin, which is our happy hormone. So if you've got yeah. someone struggling with their mental state and they're feeling blue or, you know, 
down for a long period of time or even suicidal, you know, there's so much misinformation um, or I should say misunderstanding around some of the deeper causes of that. And when you start to actually give your body what it needs in terms of good food and, and good sleep and addressing the root cause of stress and not over-exercising, you know, the mental health starts to, to really come right. Yeah, and again, it's bringing that body-mind connection together again, isn't it? And understanding that the two work completely in tandem. Um, gut health, super important, which leads me to my next question. Your power foods, your top five power foods that would increase somebody's mood, longevity, um, reduce their mental um, fog. What, what is it? Throw, throw a few of your favourites out there. Well, I'll tell you actually one thing that people can do out there that they can try straight away is actually they could do a cucumber, celery and apple juice. Oh, just straight that. through a blender. Yep. Very, yeah. very, um, uh, the optimal blend of electrolytes. So when you're dealing with nerves that run right throughout the brain that can be inflamed and manifest as a, a brain issue, um, that type of juicing cleanses the liver so you've got cleaner blood moving through the brain. So definitely those uh, cucumber, celery and apple juice equal proportions as well. That would be Wonderful. one of mine. Uh, yeah, um, leafy greens for sure. Um, you know, your spinach, your lettuce, your kale, silver beet, um, they are actually packed with elevated biotics, which are the most potent forms of probiotics you can get. And it actually, one, <clears throat> one of the best ways to um, get a healthy gut is to pick your leafy greens straight from your garden, um, if they've been organically grown, and just eat them without even washing or scrubbing, um, because the, the, uh, the biotics on the leaves are just so good for your gut. Oh, I'm excited to hear yeah. that because I can see my kale through um, my, my <laughs> yes. studio. I'm like, oh, I'll go and nibble on some kale after this. <laughs> um, banana, uh, uh, wild blueberries, 10 times the Ooh. power, of, uh, 10 times the antioxidants of the normal blueberry. So wild blueberries, you can get them frozen from the supermarket, draw out mercury mm. out of the brain as well, and toxic heavy metals. So if you're getting, you can have toxic heavy metals that can manifest as brain issues as well. So getting toxins out of the brain is very, very important for your mental health. Blueberries would be one of mine. Yeah, um, I'd say uh, starchy carbs, like um, potato, kumara, um, pumpkin, brown rice. They, that's the fuel that your body really thrives on. Um, people who are in the low carb mindset really need to get away from that. Um, yeah. Complex and simple carbohydrates are our energy source and uh, really we need we need good starchy carbs in our diets you are talking my language i feel dinner at the jennings coming on <laughs> keep talking keep talking Give me a couple um, more. spirulina spirulina is another one yes that's Love a superfood um spirulina in your smoothie each morning um it's antiviral it's good for drawing up toxic heavy metals it's uh, iron, good plant-based iron. It's, the, it's actually spinach, uh, sorry, spirulina is about 65% protein. It's the highest protein food on the earth, even higher than animal that. protein. Yes, about 65% yeah. uh, protein. So very high protein food. Um, and your great detoxer as well. Yeah, the spirulina. So those I think would cover our, our top five power foods. Yeah, amazing. Good stuff. Well, I have to say, um, my hubby, he's a he's a rugby dude, 
110% and it's egg and bacon would be his favorite. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he's been doing this, the, the Jennings green smoothies in the morning and it's brilliant. He said to me last week, hey, we've run out of barley grass and the smoothies just don't taste the same. And I need to pass yeah. that on to you guys. <laughs> Well, listen, what do you guys do um, to live an optimal life? You're, you're busy keeping everybody else fit well. What do you guys do to relax and, and take some time out for yourselves? Uh, walking can be really, really good um, as, a, as a great way to wind down. I'm a, I'm a big believer that the busier you are, the more of a wind down that you need. So walking can be fantastic. Yeah. Um, sleeping going to bed on time and following a pre-bedtime routine i do that every night that really yeah. apart from maybe a saturday night i might have one one or two late nights over the weekend but oh, that's it the rest of it is i'm, I'm on in bed lights out by 10 o'clock throughout the week sleeping really well because i know the next day is going to be so much better as well and you're really a chamomile well. tea fan like myself aren't you yeah that's right yeah chamomile yeah. tea yeah yeah that's great nice yeah, I, I agree with the walking. I, I love walking, um, you know, a bit of yoga here and there is good. Um, for me, a big part of it is uh, my plant-based nutrition. I just find that that keeps me really balanced physically, Lovely. mentally. Um, I don't have a problem with fluctuating weight or anything like that. Um, I don't stand on the scales. I just go by how tight my jeans are. Um, I just find that plant-based eating is you don't even have to think about it you don't have to worry about calories or macronutrients or yo-yo diets or any of that crap it just fuels your body with what you need and when your body's humming your mind starts to hum as well and you just end up being really content and you're Wonderful. able to deal with mm. the curveballs a lot better when you've got that yeah. stability going mm. on especially mentally um just keeps the anxiety and and those low feelings in check mm. and you're just able to deal with life so much better so yeah nutrition's a big one for me and we don't we don't get caught up in fads we don't get caught up in fad diets just, yeah we don't do it we, we, we've been there for so because we've been in the health and wellness industry for so long you see them come and go absolutely and every time you get caught up in something like that it's not that you should never try something but um, for us, we've found that um, what we're teaching people now is just, it's got nothing to do with fads, nothing to do with um, uh, trying to be really, uh, you know, sexy or cool or anything like that, but it does lead to a, a greater sense of sustainability and, um, and, and satisfaction, I guess, for people as yeah. well, being the balance right. It's playing the long game, isn't it? Like what we touched yeah. on earlier. It's um, yeah, not right. being not being sold down the river and playing the long game. Mm. Actually, I've got one more thing to add um, to that. Is I'm finding that um, I mean I, I'm not a big uh, drinker of alcohol, but I'm finding that the older I get, the less my body wants alcohol. Um, so I might have a glass of alcohol once in a blue moon, but even then, I start to think. Do I really even want it? Because it's yeah. it just seems to to cause problems. Um, so yeah, that's another thing for me is just really keeping that alcohol consumption down. Yeah, and I think again, when you start to slow down and you start to notice what your body is doing after you've eaten or drunk something, you realise well actually that didn't feel so good. 
And so therefore I don't really want to eat it anymore. So, uh, but, you know, we're too, we're so often so busy and caught up and distracted that we just shove food in our mouth or drink in excess. Mm. And we don't think about the repercussions or we don't even make the, the um, um, correlation between, mm. oh, what I put in my body equals me feeling tired or me feeling groggy or whatever. So mm. again, regardless of uh, whether it's alcohol or food, getting to know what your body does and doesn't tolerate mm. is just a brilliant compass, isn't it? Because it's like, well, yeah. actually, I know when I have this, I don't feel great. So mm. why would I want to put that in my body again? Mm. So again, it's just building that awareness, isn't it? Yep, that's right. And learning that your I, body's talking to you 24-7. Yes, yeah. certainly is. Yeah, definitely. It's a powerful tool. Hey, listen, I could carry on talking to you guys forever and a day. You've got just an abundance of wealth and knowledge. Um, but I'm going to throw out some quickfire questions so that you guys can go and get on with the rest of your day. So um, I don't know how you want to play it. Shall I just do, like, Steve first and then go to you, Heidi? What do you yep. reckon? Or shall I do yep, half and good. half? Yeah. All right. So either or, without thinking too much, um, sauna or ice bar? Sauna. Mountains or sea? Um, mountains. Books or podcasts? Book. Cakes or chocolate? Chocolate. Uh, running or walking? Uh, walking. Ambition or comfort? Um... Oh, there's a bit of bit of both in there. That's a bit of a tough one, Anna. You <laughs> threw me out of curveball there. Yeah, no, I, I like I the curveball. I, I, I do like comfort, but there's always a little bit of ambition in there with certain things going on. Yep. Nicely, well, well answered. Uh, morning or night? Um, night. Uh, words or action? Uh, action. Tea or coffee? Um, or oh, coffee at the moment. Uh, fasting or feasting? Uh, feasting. Love it. Brilliant. All right. Let's have a bit of a drum roll here for Heidi. Sauna or ice bar? Sauna. Well, yeah, I'm with you on the sauna. I uh, am mountains near or an ice bar, bar. <laughs> I can tell you that. Hey. All you well-off people, I admire you, but it's just not for me. Yeah, I know, right? I'm the same. Um, mountains or sea? Sea. Books or podcasts? Books. Cake or chocolate? Chocolate. Running or walking? Walking. Ambition or comfort? Yeah, I'd have to say 50-50 as well. Love it. It's all about balance. Um, morning or night? Morning. Tea or coffee? Tea. Fasting or feasting? Feasting. Love it. Hey, listen, um, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to know more about what you do or whether they want to work um, with you? I know you've got a brilliant book out as well. Just um, throw me your, your details. Yep. Um, website, uh, JenningsHealthCoach.com. Uh, we've got two Facebook pages, Jennings Holistic Health Coaching and Heidi Jennings Plant-Based Nutrition Coaching. Uh, we have just published our first book, Called from living hell to living well um, that's available for purchase on our website um yeah you can yeah get probably, probably jennings health jenningshealthcoach.com i think is probably the best one to go yeah to. they can go on to yeah. um there's a, a a link there for a free consultation if anyone wants mm. to get in touch um yeah easy 
Great. I'll pop them in the show notes as well. Hey, listen, it was so lovely to catch up with both of you. It's really um, amazing to see you doing wonderful things uh, for our community and beyond. And that's the beautiful thing about technology now. We don't just have to be in Tauranga. You can touch the lives of many around the world. So thank you very much for your time. I'll look forward to catching up with you in person again soon. Thanks a lot, Anna. Thank you, Anna. I really appreciate it. You're welcome.